0: Vicks and crest plus check out new items like mr clean magic eraser ultra thick multi-surface cleaner no more sponges or other cleaning products needed and head and shoulders bare soothing hydration shampoo a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients offer expires march 26 restrictions apply promotions may vary visit safeway.com for more details No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Welcome. It is Verdict with Senator Ted Cruz. Ben Ferguson with you on this Monday morning. Really nice to have you with us, Senator. We've got a lot to talk about, including some breaking news that deals with the Biden crime family. CBS now calling out Democrat Representative Dan Goldman for the lies that he told on Devin Archer's testimony now that we have the official transcript We find out he lied to the country, and the media went with it. Take a listen.
2: Well, earlier this week, we just had to rely on the characterization from Republicans and Democrats about Devin Archer's testimony, but now we can see the full transcript. Uh, You'll recall that Democrat uh, Congressman Dan Goldman said that Archer testified that it was the illusion of access Hmm. to joe biden that hunter biden was offering to these clients but in fact when you look at the transcript what you see is that that phrase allusion of access is in dan goldman's question mm. it's actually not what Devin archer testified to he says yes but that's not quite fair this was about showing that there was the signal that there's influence and and access here
1: I mean, that's a pretty big lie. And the media ran with that wall-to wall coverage that he said he didn't sell access to the family. It's the complete opposite, Senator.
3: Well, that's exactly right. Let me say first of all, it's it's a big deal that that CBS is reporting on that. You're having at least one corporate media outlet that is doing a little bit of journalism. and and so I want to give credit to CBS. I also want to point out where the hell's NBC, where the hell's ABC, where's the hell, hell is CNN or, or MSNBC, the, the rest of the outlets, where's the Washington Post, where's the New York Times. None of them are covering this, but kudos to CBS. It's, it's starting, uh, we've talked about this before, the, the, the facade is starting to have cracks. Catherine Herridge's point is exactly right that immediately after the Devin Archer testimony, and by the way, our last podcast. We did a deep dive into Devin Archer's testimony. We went through the specifics of what he testified to. To be honest, this podcast is about the only place you can find that. Uh, It's not being covered in the news. It's not being covered in the corporate media. So if you haven't listened to the last podcast, you should go back and listen to it, because there was an enormous amount of substance that Devin Archer testified to. But first he testified behind closed doors, and you just had the— Republicans and Democrats come out and characterize his testimony and the sort of leading talking head for the Democrats was Dan Goldman, who had been the Democrats lawyer. He was a staffer during the Trump impeachments, and then he just got elected to Congress from New York. He's he's a brand new baby freshman Democrat congressman, and he's sort of the self-appointed defense lawyer for Joe Biden and Hunter Biden. And he's now the, the talking head putting out the regime talking points. And then his phrase was, well, Hunter wasn't selling access. He was selling the illusion of access. And you're right. Just about every corporate media outlet in America took that and ran with that and said, Oh, that's all it was, was the illusion of access. Well, Then they released the actual transcripts, which caused Democrat heads to explode because they thought they would get to characterize the testimony and there would be nothing to refute it. And as Catherine Herridge notes there, Devin Archer didn't testify that it was the illusion of access. That was Dan Goldman's spin. That was him trying to say, hey, wait a second. Wasn't it the illusion of access? And actually, Devin Archer said, no, no, that wasn't it at all. That's not fair. And remember, Devin Archer testified That 20 different times Hunter Biden put his business associates on the phone with Joe Biden. That's not the illusion of access. That is actual access. When you're putting someone on the phone with the sitting vice president, there ain't no illusion about that. You're talking to the vice president and and. Also, Devin Archer testified that not once, but at least twice in fancy dinners in Washington, D.C. with Hunter's foreign business associates, Joe Biden was physically there and had dinner with them in person. Again, that's not the illusion of access. That is actual access, and it's access for which Hunter Biden and allegedly Joe Biden were compensated millions of dollars.
1: Yeah, the White House uh, deputy spokesman, Andrew Bates, has also been busted now for lying. The part that should irritate anyone is our tax dollars are going to pay this man's salary. And he's lying to the American people about Joe Biden having a Burisma meeting. Uh, And the White House Deputy press secretary misled, that's the kind way of putting it, I say lied, in 2020 when he denied from the White House that a meeting between the then vice president, Joe Biden, and a Burisma board advisor took place in 2015, a meeting that was confirmed now last week. In fact, in October of 2020, the New York Post revealed an email from this individual from Burisma on the laptop of Biden's son, Hunter. In the email dated April the 17th, 2015, this this Burisma executive thanked Hunter Biden for inviting him to Washington, D.C. to meet and spend time with his father. The email, therefore, suggests that Joe Biden had lied when he told reporters in 2019 that he, quoted never discussed his family's business dealings. It also confirmed a link to Burisma, which the Biden had denied during Trump's first impeachment trial as well. So there's multiple lies here. And if, if well, we got to remind people, Senator, the Biden campaign vigorously denied that such a meeting ever even took place. And then we had the White House who had to change their narrative a week ago when they're like, well, we've said it a thousand times, Joe Biden was never in business with Hunter Biden. That's not what they said. They said that Joe Biden never talked about business. So they changed that narrative. And they also, at the time, they even went back to the official schedules. And they said there was no such meeting on the official schedules of the then vice president. And and, and that was what Andrew Bates said. The spokesman for the campaign issued a, a, a very tough statement saying, Investigations by the press during impeachment and even by two Republican led Senate committees. I want your take on that, Senator, whose work was decried as, quote, not legitimate by a political GOP colleague have all reached the same conclusion that Joe Biden carried out official U.S. policy towards Ukraine and engaged in no wrongdoing. Trump administration officials have attested to these facts under oath. Again, they lied.
3: Well, and Ben, it's worth Looking back at the exact statements that were put out. So this is during the presidential campaign. Uh, Andrew Bates, who was part of the communications team on Biden's 2020 campaign, publicly stated in Politico that that he had, quote, reviewed Joe Biden's official schedules from the time. And no meeting, as alleged by the New York Post, ever took place. And it went on from there. Another Biden associate, Michael Carpenter, denounced the allegation that a meeting happened as, quote, part of a Russian disinformation operation. And he he added, I am very comfortable saying that. Now, you remember, that's the same thing they said about the Hunter Biden laptop. Yeah, it was a Russian disinformation operation. And when they said that. Just about every media outlet in America, certainly all the the corporate media outlets, happily parroted it. Oh, it's Russian disinformation. Joe Biden never met with Burisma. Well, if Devin Archer is telling the truth, then the Biden campaign flat out lied to the American people. It flat out lied and it alleged that the truth was Russian disinformation. And you know what hasn't happened since the Devin Archer testimony? We haven't seen any of the corporate media outlets that repeated those lies come back and apologize. We haven't seen any of the corporate media outlets go back and investigate. Look, this is a meeting that occurred in Cafe Milano. Cafe Milano is in D.C. You and I have both eaten there many times. It's a very fancy shishi restaurant. You can find a gazillion lobbyists in there any given given night. It is not complicated to figure out if Devin Archer was telling the truth, if the vice president was there. That is not a difficult fact to ascertain. It is indisputable that the Biden campaign on the record flat out denied it, said it was a lie and said it was Russian disinformation. And if there is one reporter who gives a damn about being a reporter, He or she will investigate that, we'll ascertain who's telling the truth, and then we'll ask Joe Biden, we'll ask Karine Jean-Pierre, the current liar-in-chief working for the White House, why did the Biden campaign lie to America? The Biden campaign said you reviewed Joe Biden's schedules. Was that true or false? If it was true, was this meeting not on the schedule? Why was it omitted from the schedule? If it was false, why did the campaign lie on the record and say you reviewed the schedule? It's one or the other? Is it on the schedule, yes or no? Either one of those answers is a problem. And why did the campaign claim it was Russian disinformation? And is there an editor at the New York Times who has buried deep down a, a tiny bit, a twinge of journalistic integrity who can say, you know, we were wrong to parrot like ventriloquist dummies, whatever the Biden campaign said, and whenever they said Russian disinformation, just to repeat it without even thinking, without even bothering to investigate. This is a flat out lie Biden has been caught caught in, and to date, virtually all of the media is ignoring it.
1: Yeah, and I'm just wanting to know at this point, would anybody even retract their stories that were lies back in the day? No, no retractions so far. I got to tell everybody. Any corrections?
3: Have you seen any corrections?
1: Yeah, no, not a single one. They don't exist anymore. They don't do that anymore. If they're correcting a narrative or a story that they want to protect the president at all costs, and that seems to be the media's narrative right now, which is we must save him and prop him up no matter what he's done, no matter what we've allowed him to lie about, or we've helped tell that lie in the past. We won't correct the story. We won't cover it. Uh, and, and unless it's CBS and get the heritage, she's done an amazing job on telling the truth on these type of stories. But outside of that, they all seem to just be on the payroll of the, of the white house in essence. Yep. Absolutely and and its right. campaign and its campaign. I got to tell you about an amazing trip that is coming up and uh, it is going to be so much fun. Going with verdict listeners to Israel, the cradle of Judaism, Christianity, and many of the principles that we all hold dear as Americans. We are planning a trip where you're going to visit sites like the Armageddon Battlefield, Nazareth, Jericho, Jerusalem, Bethlehem. You're going to set sail on the Sea of Galilee. You're going to get to float on the Dead Sea. You're going to walk in the footsteps of biblical figures like King David and Jesus Christ, and you'll do it all together with other verdict listeners from around the country. I'm going to meet up with you in Jerusalem and experience with you the city's great sites like the Western Wall, the Temple Mount, just to name a few. You're going to deepen your understanding of the Bible and of Western civilization, and will leave you with friends and memories that are going to last a lifetime. Now, you also have pl- uh, you have time to plan for this trip. This trip's going to take place May the sixth through the fifteenth of 2024. All right. Now, this trip will sell out. It's booking up, so make sure you go right now to ChristianExpedition.com slash Ben. That's ChristianExpedition.com slash Ben. You can also call them and get information about this trip, 877-234-3002, 877-234-3002. Join me and other listeners as we do an amazing trip to Israel. Senator, I also want to ask you one last question uh about the lies that are coming from congress on this is there any accountability for dan goldman's lies on devon archer's testimony uh or is that just fair game in politics where you can flat out misrepresent and lie about what a witness says is there
3: any accountability there is that just get used to it this is how it works now well unfortunately if anything there's reverse accountability Um, Think think of Adam Schiff. Think about how he propelled himself into prominence in the Democrat Party by going on TV and lying seemingly on a daily basis. He has now raised the most money of any Democrat Senate candidate this cycle. He may well be the next senator from the state of California. And it turns out lying to partisan Democrats and telling them what they want to hear, especially about Donald Trump, is a very popular thing to do with the angry left wingers who are in the democrat party and who suffer from trump derangement syndrome so my suspicion is we know the media is not going to hold Dan Goldman to account. They're going to ignore the fact that he lies on the record. They're going to continue to have him on TV. They're con- going to continue to have him say things that are just laughably untrue. And and look, kudos to CBS for calling him out. Part of the reason why we're talking about it and playing that clip on this podcast is it's so unusual. It shouldn't be unusual. You should actually have journalists being willing to call politicians out of either party when they lie But as a practical matter, the corporate media doesn't do that to Democrats, particularly when the lie furthers the Democrat Party narrative of orange man bad and Biden White House, pure and innocent of everything. And and sadly, I expect that to continue.
2: Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over six billion dollars in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023.
1: Hi, I'm Ben Ferguson. Inflation is heavily eroding your purchasing power. Putting your savings, your retirement accounts, and future legacy at risk. With more taxes, the continuous threat of war, a national debt exceeding $34 trillion, and the push for central bank digital currencies. Our financial freedom is at stake. So if you have $50,000 or more in retirement savings, you may be at risk. In times of economic uncertainty, securing your family's financial future is essential. Freedom Gold USA is here to empower you. You can act now by calling them 1-800-655-8843. And you can find out more by visiting them at freedomgoldusa.com slash Ben. Why should you go there? Because the team at Freedom Gold USA is ready to help you preserve your wealth and provide stability in these uncertain times. Learn how to add gold and silver to your IRA or have it shipped to your home. You can safeguard your wealth with physical gold and silver and take control of your financial future today. Now, here's the best part. When you call them, you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. That's right. Call 1-800-655-8843 or visit freedomgoldusa.com slash Ben to see if you qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. That's freedomgoldusa.com slash Ben. We've got a big election year coming up, obviously, there's a lot of people running for office, everyone's looking at polling data now, and there is an interesting trend that's happening, Senator, and that is crime is starting to get back up as a top issue in high crime cities and around the country, because crime has gotten out of control with activist DAs that have been elected by George Soros and those on the left, not prosecuting criminals when they commit crimes, even when we catch them, catch and release policies, defund the police policies, and driving police basically insane by not allowing the laws that are on the books to lock people up. Now, there was a great example of this this week. There were some store clerks who protected their store and beat a thief with a stick this is a repeat uh, thief that they've been dealing with and instead of actually investigating the thief they're now going after these store clerks only in biden's america can criminals become the victims and the victims become the criminals take a listen to the local news
0: and how they explain this story beating a man who was trying to steal from their store are now under investigation for assault. So here's how it all started. The video shows this man going into a 7-Eleven in Stockton and emptying shelves of cigarettes into that large trash can. The video then shows the two clerks try to stop him before hitting him with a stick more than two dozen times. The store clerks now say this man stole from their store two other times and threatened them. Stockton police say they are investigating the man who was beaten for robbery and the clerks for assault. When the investigation is complete, it will be sent to the San Joaquin County District Attorney for review. Then it's going to be up to the DA to determine what charges, if any, are filed against the store clerks.
1: Against the store clerks. Uh, Senator, this is total insanity, but it seems to be being done in city after city on purpose now.
3: Well, I have to say this video this past week went viral online on Twitter. I saw it multiple times. I watched it multiple times. And I think there's a reason it resonated. I think people are fed up with the lawlessness. People are fed up with Democrat policies that have just empowered thieves. Uh, in this instance, the video starts with the, with this thief who has a giant trash can. And he's behind the, the counter in the 7-Eleven. And he's just sweeping all sorts of products into the trash can, mostly cigarettes, but he's sweeping dozens, I'd say probably even hundreds of, of, of uh, packets of cigarettes in, into the uh, trash can. And while he's doing that, uh, he's taunting the store clerks. He's saying there's nothing you can do. This is someone who allegedly had done this at least twice before. Uh, And the store clerks are watching him, they're watching him, they're watching him, and he keeps throwing. And by the way, he's also wreaking havoc while he does it. You know, he has complete disrespect for the store owners, for the clerks, for anything. He's just throwing stuff in there that he intends to sell. And he's stealing with, with no sense of accountability, no sense that there's anything that can happen. And as he rolls the trash can away, one of the clerks tackles him, and the other clerk comes up with a stick and begins whacking him with a stick and 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 they're both Sikhs. Uh and according to the reporting one one of the two was the store owner and so you had a Sikh store owner and another Sikh who who are uh, presumably immigrants. I assume that I don't know if they are directly immigrants or their families are are immigrants, but they are uh they are clerks and a grocery store owner who are defending their property. And and I got to say when you watch that video a lot of people myself included said, you know, thank God someone is standing up to this lawlessness, to this garbage, good for the clerks for defending themselves and defending their store and showing that, that, that criminality cannot be allowed to just, just, just go with, with no consequences. And I got to say, within a couple of days, the results were so sadly and utterly predictable, which is in Stockton, California— the DA and the and the police are now investigating. Yes, they're investigating the thief. We'll see if they charge the thief, even though there's video of him committing theft. But but they are also investigating the store owner and the clerks. And and I got to say, it, it's a real simple question uh, that 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 is illustrative, not just of California but across the country. Who do you stand with? Do you stand with with hardworking immigrant? clerks? Do you stand with small business owners or do you stand with brazen and repeat criminals? And sadly, Democrats across the country, that is not a hard question for them to answer. They stand with the criminals. We saw the same thing in New York City with the owner of a bodega that that or actually, as Jill Biden calls it, a bodega, because, you know, you you, you know, those Bidens, they understand We Hispanics and and they call us all tacos and they talk about the bodegas in in New York City. But the bodega owner defends his store. And of course, what happens? The prosecutor uh, threatens to go after the store owner for defending his store. This is it's a story that is outrageous because it shows where the allegiances of Democrats today lie.
1: Yeah, it is. And it's not just there. It's happening all over the country. You you just have to look at, for example, San Francisco. We are seeing this new trend that's happening uh, of stores that are leaving. Before I tell you about that, I do want to let you know about an amazing company, Patriot Mobile. If you are sick and tired of giving your money to woke companies that are actually fighting against your values, then you need to check out Patriot Mobile. They're the only conservative Christian cellular phone provider in the country. Now you get amazing coverage because They have nationwide coverage, dependable nationwide coverage on all three major networks. So you get the best possible service in your area, but without the woke propaganda being pushed by leftists working hard to destroy this country at Big Mobile. You may not realize this, but your provider right now may be giving massive donations, for example, to Planned Parenthood. If you don't want your money going there, you need to switch to Patriot Mobile. The only conservative provider of self-service in the country. When you switch, every time you pay your bill at no extra cost to you, they're making donations and supporting free speech and religious freedom. You're protecting the sanctity of life, the Second Amendment, and supporting our veterans, military, first responder heroes. They also have a 100% U.S.-based customer service team that makes switching easy. So all you have to do is go to patriotmobile.com slash verdict. That's patriotmobile.com slash verdict to make the switch. Switching is easy. You can keep your same cell phone that you have right now and your same cell phone number if you want to. Patriotmobile.com slash verdict or call them 878-PATRIOT. That's 878-PATRIOT. 878-PATRIOT or patriotmobile.com slash verdict. You look at San Francisco, and and we're seeing a, a really big trend that's happening coming out of of San Francisco now, and other cities as well, where, Senator, there are just cities where people are just saying, I'm done. Store owners are saying, I'm done. I'm out of here. I can't afford to keep doing business here. I'm not safe. People are able to steal my stuff. And when they steal my stuff, uh, it, it costs me money. We're hearing that people can't even get insurance now in certain areas because the liability is so high from looting. And major stores are now walking away. San Francisco is a great example of that.
3: Well, you know, you think about it. If you were this Sikh store owner, this convenience store owner who owns the 7-Eleven in Stockton, California, and, and you stand up and defend your store and suddenly the, 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 the local officials talk about prosecuting you and putting you in jail, I, I don't know how you don't say, I'm done. I'm getting the hell out of here. I'm I'm tired of, of crazy Democrats. I, I want to go to a place where they actually enforce the law. And and if you look at San Francisco, I, I don't know that there's a sadder place Listen, objectively speaking, in history, San Francisco has been a great American city. It has been an icon of America. And, and look, San Francisco's politics are different than yours. They're different than mine. But but I got to tell you, I, I am not celebrating the demise of San Francisco. I am incredibly saddened because seeing great American cities destroyed and destroyed by deliberate political decisions is tragic it's bad for america in downtown san francisco in 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 just recent months we have seen at least 22 major stores shut down and leave downtown san francisco let me let me read you the example
1: of what a major store is so people understand these are big boxes
3: Okay, I'm going to read you the list of of at least 22 that have shut down, all within a few blocks of each other in downtown San Francisco. Whole Foods, Hilton Union Square, Park 55, AT and T, Saks Off Fifth, Nordstrom Rack, Abercrombie and Fitch, Westfield Mall, Nordstrom, Cinemark, Anthropology, CB2. Creighton Barrel, Cocoa Republic, Old Navy, The Container Store, The Real Real, Banana Republic, Arcteryx, Athleta, Amazon Go, and Office Depot. All within a few blocks of each other, they have shut down their stores in downtown San Francisco. Why? It's not because the weather suddenly got bad. It's not because there was an earthquake. It's not because there was a fire or some other natural disaster. Instead, there was a man-made disaster. There were idiot Democrats who got elected who decided, give me a choice between criminals and store owners, and I choose the criminals. And it became... Just like this guy who, who with complete impunity, went into the 7-Eleven and just just threw stuff into the trash can. That is happening on San in San Francisco on a weekly basis, over and over and over again. And we're seeing major brand names who say, you know what? I'd rather be in Beirut than San Francisco. Yes, it's a war zone there, but but at least somebody enforces the law in Beirut. San Francisco, given a choice, the Democrats stand with criminals and repeat criminals instead of store owners and instead of ordinary citizens. By the way, if you're a San Francisco resident, what do you think it means that you can't go to the Whole Foods, that you can't go to Banana Republic, that you, you can't go to, 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 to Office Depot anymore? It is they're driving ordinary citizens out of San Francisco And it's because of deliberate political decisions from elected Democrats.
1: Well, and there's also politics involved in this. I mean, I remember last election go around, Democrats used um, and really attacked grocery stores. Kroger's was one of those that they attacked, saying that they were pulling out uh, of of largely minority areas in the country. And they attacked Kroger saying, you know, you're not serving, for example, the African-American community. Well, how dare you close these stores? And the response from Kroger and several others were when Democrats were running on this issue was, hey, if you would stop, if you would actually stop the criminals and allow for those that shoplift to not just walk out of our store whenever they want to and no one enforces the law, we would love to be open. But we're forced to close down because we're losing millions of dollars per year on these store locations because when the criminals walk in, they know they can take whatever they want. And they can walk right out the front door, and no one's yep. going to stop them or prosecute them. And they don't them. hide.
3: They, they don't hide. They're, they're not ashamed. They're not embarrassed. They don't feel like there's any risk of accountability. Why? Because, frankly, there's not. Because the politicians have decided we're with the criminals.
1: I was recently out in California, and I went in to a store, and they had behind plastic, uh, where you had to get someone to come open it with a key, toothbrushes and deodorant. I, that's not a s that's not a city I wanna live in if that's what you're having to lock up because there's no so, law in so, order. So
3: let me tell you a, a a true story. Recently Heidi, my wife, was in San Francisco. She was in downtown San Francisco, she was there for a business meeting. And so she's in downtown, and she decided to stop at a Starbucks to change. She'd been traveling, so she had flown, I don't know, in sweats or some sort of travel clothes. And so she wanted to change uh, into dress clothes for a business meeting. So she stops at a Starbucks, figures that's an easy place to go to the bathroom. She walked in, and Heidi said the entire Starbucks was filled with homeless people. And she said the clerks looked at her with shock of like, wait, you're actually a paying customer who's going to pay for coffee? And And she said she had to literally step over and around homeless people who were filling the Starbucks to go order her coffee and to go to the restroom and change. and And I'll tell you she did not feel safe remotely. And this is right in the middle of downtown San Francisco, where a a woman could not feel safe going and getting a Starbucks,
1: yeah. And that's and that's the cities that we're dealing with in this country right now. I think this is going to be a big Achilles heel for the Democrats come uh, election year, because even if you think that you want activist DAs and this kumbaya, we hate the cops, defund the police uh, rhetoric, the Black Lives Matter rhetoric. When it actually hits your neighborhood, this may be one of the biggest backfires because people don't feel safe in places like D.C. and in New York City right now. Uh, Even in New York, you recently had the mayor there saying, hey, we need border security. and, And Senator, I want to ask you about that. I'll throw you the curveball here. But you have the mayor of New York who said we're welcoming cities, send everybody here. We're going to help take care of them. We've got hotel rooms. They now have a city that has a significant number of people there that are illegal immigrants, and they don't have the hotel rooms for them that they promised. And now he's actually advocating for a secure border because it's become such a political liability for Mayor Adams there.
3: Well, and of course, the, the Democrats in New York have happily trumpeted that New York is a sanctuary city. And then when they're actually dealing with just a fraction of the number of illegal immigrants that are coming into this country that they realize that they cannot, that they can't handle it. And it's the utter hypocrisy. Look, if you look at at Martha's Vineyard, and as you know, more than a year ago, I filed legislation to to move and create new ports of entry for people coming in illegally, places like Martha's Vineyard and Nantucket and Palo Alto and the Hamptons and and all the places that rich liberals go and sip Chardonnay and, and, and go to parties. And when I did that, the the executive in Martha's Vineyard actually publicly proclaimed, he said, Cruz does not understand what is happening at the border. And he said, in Martha's Vineyard, we would happily welcome illegal immigrants here in Martha's Vineyard. Now, as you know, about six months later, Ron DeSantis uh, followed what I had suggested, and he sent 50 0 Illegal immigrants to Martha's Vineyard, and within hours, the elected leadership, they all Democrats, declared an emergency and lost their minds. That was 50. Uh, last week, uh, we had one of the elected officials, the deputy mayor uh, in New York, tells a press conference that over 2,100 migrants are coming to New York City per week, and it is unsustainable. That's over 2,100 I pointed out, I I responded to that. In fact, I invited her. I said, listen, come to South Texas. Because South Texas and all along our southern border, I said, we would be thrilled. We would throw a party to only have 2,100 illegal immigrants per week. Because for two and a half years under Joe Biden, we have averaged more than 50,000 illegal immigrants per week. And so the hypocrisy of these Democrats who virtue signal and yet when they see twenty one hundred illegal immigrants, they lose their minds. It's the same as the hypocrisy at Martha's Vineyard. It is. I love these policies until it actually impacts me.
1: Yeah, and it only took the last two months for Eric Adams to go from one uh, it, one rhetoric, which was, hey, we should probably allow and, and we're advocating, supporting and wanting private residents in New York to house illegal immigrants to, oh, we need a secure border. I want to play that for you real quick. But first, let me tell you about chalk. If you are a guy and you feel like you're losing your edge, you just feel like you've lost a little bit. Uh, of your strength and vitality, weakness and complacency are setting in. You don't want to work out. You don't want to do fun things anymore that you used to do. You just feel like you're you're sitting on the couch too much. You're not alone. There's a lot of men just like you that testosterone levels have fallen off a cliff historically. They're actually at an all-time low. Now, the Patriots at Chalk, C-H-O-Q.com, are helping real men just like you take back your right to proudly maximize your masculinity by boosting your testosterone levels up to 20% over 90 days. Yes, you can get rid of that weakness and complacency. Go to Chalk, dot Now, I've been taking the Male Vitality Stack now for several months. I can tell you it works. And if you're sick and tired of losing that edge, Boost your testosterone levels up to 20% over 90 days. Now, I'm also going to give you a promo code BEN. You're going to get 35% off any chalk subscription for life. Yes. All you got to do is go to com. use the promo code BEN, you'll get 35% off. Check out the Male Vitality Stack and boost your testosterone levels up to 20%. Over 90 days, C-H-O-Q Senator, this may be one of the biggest uh, switches I've ever seen. Uh, go back to June 5th. This is what Mayor Adams said about illegal immigrants in New York.
4: It is my vision uh, to take the next step to this, to go to the faith-based uh, locales, and then move to uh, private residence. Uh, There are residents who are suffering right now because of economic challenges. They have spare rooms, uh, they have locales, and if we can find a way to get over the 30-day rule and other rules that government has in, in its place, we can take that 4.2 billion dollars 4.3 it may be now that we potentially have to spend and we can put it back in the pockets of everyday new yorkers everyday houses of worship, instead of putting it in the pockets of corporations and some of those corporations come from outside our city
1: we should- now that was on the, the 5th of, of june you then go to last week and all of a sudden he sounds like you saying we need a secure border listen Eventually, this was going to come to a neighborhood near you. Having someone embedded
4: is a good start. That, that came from the Secretary of Homeland Security. We want to thank him. But I've been very clear on what we need. We need to control the border. We need to call a state of emergency, and we need to properly fund this
1: national crisis. I'm just wondering, like, is he up for, like, a recall or an election soon? Because that's a one hell of a switch in less than two months.
3: Well, and what he doesn't acknowledge and what the mayor of Chicago doesn't acknowledge and what the mayor of D.C. doesn't acknowledge is there is a reason we have this crisis at the southern border. And it is because we have a Democrat president of the United States and we have a Democrat majority in the Senate. And today's elected Democrats in Washington, they support illegal immigration. They want these open borders and the Department of Homeland Security under Joe Biden. Alejandro Mayorkas is not trying to stop illegal immigration, he's trying to expedite it. He's trying to speed it up. He wants more. In two and a half years, we've seen 7 million illegal immigrants, the worst illegal immigration in our nation's history, and their objective is to turn 7 million into 10 million, into 15 million, into 20 million. And they do not care about the dead bodies, about the women being brutalized, about the children being assaulted. They do not care about the more than 100,000 people who died last year of drug overdoses. None of that matters because they've got a political objective. And then when all of these mayors in blue cities discover it's a problem, not a one of them. All right, Mayor Adams, you you want to demonstrate some backbone? Call out Joe Biden. Call out Kamala Harris. Call out Chuck Schumer. He's a New Yorker. You want to know why those those illegal immigrants are in New York? Chuck Schumer is a major reason why, because every single time we try to do anything to secure the border, he opposes it. Call out Alejandro Mayorkas. They're not willing to do any of that. Instead, he complains, well, gosh, Greg Abbott in Texas sent them here. It isn't that terrible. It's not Greg Abbott who produced an open border. It is Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and the Democrats, and millions are suffering the very real and human consequences of this barbaric policy.
1: Don't forget to download a verdict and hit that follow, like, or auto-download button so you get every single episode. We're expecting some big news to take place this week that's going to deal with the Biden family as well. Uh, you don't want to miss that. So make sure you hit that subscribe or auto-download. Please share our podcast on social media uh, as well and write us a five-star review. It helps us reach a new audience uh, on the charts when you guys write those reviews. So if you want to help us get the word out on everything, do that as well. And we'll see you back here Wednesday
0: Vicks and crest plus check out new items like mr clean magic eraser ultra thick multi-surface cleaner no more sponges or other cleaning products needed and head and shoulders bare soothing hydration shampoo a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients offer expires march 26 restrictions apply promotions may vary visit safeway.com for more details
4: step into the world of power loyalty